recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge high atop the Johnny Mercer building in beautiful Midtown Portsmouth, Virginia. It's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those Jeepers? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Well, hey everybody. Welcome back to the old podcast. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. And this is our, uh, well, I think this is, what, the last one before Halloween, so. Oh, yeah, I guess right? so. Yeah, Halloween's that snuck a, up on us. Yeah, like a week and half away or something like that. Something like from that. Now. Wow. <laughs> it's already Long Halloween. Past. You know, this whole year, 2020, has been insane, yeah, as Twilight I'm Zone sure episode. everyone has known. Yes, a Twilight Zone episode year-long Twilight Zone episode. And while it feels like it has gone so slow... It's already Halloween. It's already Halloween, so it's really gone fast. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird so combination. So, knock on wood, it'll keep going fast and we'll be done. Yeah, I, I really want 2020 to yeah. be over. And I would like all the rest of the crap that's made it a Twilight Zone episode to be over, too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not the year, it's the mileage. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But that being All that said, crap aside. Yeah, I think we picked a couple of good ones to talk about for Halloween. Yeah, we've done some good uh, ones. Because not only are we talking about Jeepers Creepers, which for my money is one of the better horror movies in the, within the last, you know, well, God, 20 years now. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, because it came out in 2001. We're going to talk about Jeepers Creepers 2, the sequel, yeah. and the recent released Jeepers Creepers 3. We ain't going to talk much about that, though. Uh, <laughs> That was something else. But we'll have to bring it. We'll, we'll, we'll fit that in a little bit. But, you know, like Jeepers Creepers, when that came out, it took me by surprise. Yeah, same. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. And it felt like kind of a kind of like a 70s horror yeah, movie a little bit. Yeah, it was a bit of a throwback. Yeah. Well, you know, we I think we both feel this way. We are more, we both like horror movies a lot. You love them. I like them a lot. That's um, fair. Yes. And. We both like monsters better yeah. than any other kind of horror movies. I enjoy yeah. a good slasher. I enjoy yeah. other types of horror yeah. films. A, a good ghost story, if it's a good sure. one, but I'm not big on ghost stories and supernatural and right, stuff like right. that. And I probably like those better than yeah. you do. But, but like Legend overall, of Hell House, something like right. those, oh yeah. You know. Yeah, but overall, a good monster story yeah. with an actual creature, that's what I really enjoy. Yeah. So a good this iconic one, creature. Yeah, so yeah. this one is the first creature story that we had gotten in, in a, a lo- little while. In quite a while, yeah. And it was, the coolest thing about it is you didn't know that's what it was going to be. Exactly. We we went into it with no clue that it was going to yeah. be a creature. I don't know if we just hadn't seen trailers or, I don't even remember. I, I just know that we watched either. it and we're like, wow, yeah. it's a creature. It starts off and it leads you to believe it's just like a serial killer. Yeah. And it's done really well. And it's got a lot, the first one especially, it's got quite a few little jump scares. Mm-hmm. And the way they're shot is cool because it's like you see them coming, but it, it doesn't register that that's what's happening. It's just something that's going on in the background. This is part of the background. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's right on top of them. Right. And there's a loud noise and, and the characters are surprised and so are you. And it's yeah. done incredibly well. Yeah. Before we get into, well get into all that so much it's the same writer and director for all three films and you would so never says. know it yeah because the I, first I one might buy it for the first two yeah the, maybe the first two but th- there's a tonal shift yeah definitely oh, in, sure. in the from the second one but that's because all the mystery happened in the first one mm-hmm. and by the time the second one you already know you what know. the creature is so you don't have to have that kind build of. up and it's not, it can't be there because you already know. Yeah. Even though there are some, the first scene where you see him is really, is well, the cool scene in the second movie. <laughs> True. But the third film seems like it was written and directed by a young guy that saw the first two films a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even feel like it was produced by the same guy. Yeah. And I haven't researched this, so I don't know for sure, but I kind of wonder was this maybe the story that he really wanted to get out and the first one he just didn't have enough time to get it all well, in there, there or that you might have a little something there because there are the first one they got to location and the budget was cut they lost a million in financing holy crap that fell through once they okay. got to the location of the yeah. first one so they had to rewrite the ending 
Hmm. The original ending. Okay, you know how at this one the creep the creeper comes in, snatches a guy, and just flies off. Yeah, which I think is fantastic. It is. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Jeepers Creepers, you're gonna you're gonna hear all about them. So yeah. Go watch spoilers them come galore back. here. The original script he had to cut twenty pages out. Oh crap! Okay. And part of it was the ending where Derry steals the creeper's truck and drives it into an oncoming train as a suicide run to try to kill the creeper. Was the creeper in it? I don't know. That's just what it said. That's all I could read. So I'm assuming either he was in it or he was coming after him or something. So Um, so the... And it's a big fiery conclusion. So be eating you didn't Christine him? Uh, No. We'll get to that in a minute too. (laughs) But that was the original ending. And so that got cut and rewritten. And actually, I think for the best, Mm. because the ending, the way it did end, yeah, no, the ending was yeah. was good. It was pretty much perfect, in my opinion. I really, really liked the ending of the first movie. The movie, basically, it starts out, just a quick rundown. We're not going to go through the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah, super basic. There's two uh, college kids are on the way home for spring break or from yeah. some, some brother and holiday sister. break. Brother and sister. And, yeah, they're doing like brother and sister do, arguing and stuff. And it's, it's good. It, they've got a good little banter there. Yeah. And this truck comes up behind them, this honking, this loud horn. It goes around them, and then later on they're driving, and they see they drive by this abandoned church, and they see this guy dumping something down this long pipe, this long right. tube, and it's that guy, it's and it's the truck. guy in this long trench coat and this hat, and then he sees them, and then chases after him, right? And with a really cool license plate, yeah, that says "Beating You" or "Be Eating You." <laughs> Where did he get that license plate? He no couldn't idea. go to DMV. <laughs> I mean, you know, so. They end up going back. They lose him. Or he runs them off the road and keeps on going. And then later on, they go back to the church because they want to see what he's throwing in the tube. Dumbass. Yeah, Derry, Derry convinces Trish yeah. that he's, he needs to see if there's anybody alive down that, that pipe. So he goes and looks, and he sees some stuff that just freaks him out and almost goes into shock. And they take off, and they end up at this little diner down the road. And let me tell you, what he sees down that pipe so awesome oh yeah it blew my mind watching the it. cinematography in there and the the set they put together yeah. well the imagination awesome. of the, of what he, he the creeper did there yes was incredible it's amazing you've got to see yeah. it to believe it if you've never seen it it's yeah, really this really is, cool yeah we are just dusting over yeah what's going on look in at this. the background in that scene yeah. it's amazing so they get to this diner and they try to call the cops and they go all of a sudden somebody says hey is that your car right there and she's like yeah so well somebody's going through your stuff and when they get out there there's nobody there and they're looking and the cops are there with them and all their their laundry is you know strewn all over the ground and they're looking at it and they hear a a shadow goes across and you hear a and the girl looks up at the sign and the, the way the camera pulls back of the sign you know there's nothing there that was beautiful it really reminded me of gargoyles yeah the the tv movie that we had even doing the podcast on a while back yeah i really wish that I could go back and see myself and you in time and see if we paid attention to that. Because oh, I, I, I think I did. I want to say that we did. It's it's fairly obvious. Yeah. You might not hear that if you're, now, if you're not I'm, paying attention or talking. I'm certain I didn't hear yeah. it. Because I know, I, yeah. I don't hear a lot of that stuff. And you if closed captions are on, yeah. it tells you. <laughs> Whoosh. But, you know, I... Wouldn't have originally watched this in closed caption. Yeah. I know that I did because it, it from the get go, it made me think of gargoyles, right? Because that you know where the camera pulls back, you know, and it's like the gargoyle was up there watching, but it's not there when they look up. Yeah, yeah. It's almost you know exactly like that. Yeah. Anyway, a series of events. They're running away from the creeper, and the creeper's coming after them. And there's some great scenes. There's a fantastic shot where they go. They stopped to try to use a phone at this lady's house. Oh my God. The crazy cat lady. Yeah. Eileen Brennan. Yes. Making a, sh- Love uh, her. a show. And they look over in, in her field there and there's a scarecrow. And they're talking to her and then they look back over and the scarecrow looks really different. Like yeah. a little bigger. And she says, That's not my scarecrow. And they, she comes out with a shotgun and shoots it. You got ten seconds to get your ass out of my yard. And through the smoke and all, he takes off. Yeah. And, of course, he gets her. And it's cool because he uses her as a puppet, kind of, at That the was end. really cool, yeah. And that was supposed to happen in the second one. 
Oh, really? He was supposed to use the the coaches and the bus driver as puppets to lure the teenagers out. Oh. But he did. But I don't know they why they it. changed it. But that would have been a great connection to the first movie. Yeah, that would have been. There's so many decisions that he made with the second movie, and especially the third. And I think he just forgot what he'd made did in the first one. How good the first one was. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Anyway, continue. But. And then the rest of the movie, you know, they, they try to escape and they get to the police station. And it's leading you to believe just like the cliches of horror movies where, you know, the girls, he's going to get the girl. He's right. going to get yeah. Trish by the end of the movie. Yep. And, yeah, and along the way, they even uh, get a phone call and eventually meet up with this psychic lady. Yeah. Who says that she's been seeing what they're going through and seeing into his lair. Somebody's going to be screaming in the dark. Yeah. And then, and, and if you hear the Jeepers Creepers music to run. Yeah. Um, and the Jeepers Creepers song is played throughout the movie. Yeah. And he whistles it. And yeah, it, at one point, Derry says, who, who's going to be screaming in the dark? And she doesn't want to say. She's looking at Derry. Yeah. And then she turns to look at Trish and Derry looks at Trish. Now, I took that, but after after seeing it, knowing the end, yeah, I see that scene differently. Yeah, because it looks like they're looking at Trish like it's going to be you, right? But I think she's looking at Trish like, like help. I can't tell. I can't tell him. Yeah, because the, how do, the how do I her tell body him language or the way him. she looks is like she's looking to her for like help, sympathy for <laughs> yeah. him, right? You know, but we don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. Because spoilers at the very end. The creeper busts into the police station and grabs Derry and not Trish. You don't want Derry. No, you don't. Don't you, don't you be a hero! I have everything the same inside. You take me! It's okay. You hear me? You take me! And then just flies off into the night. And that's the coolest thing about, for me, about this character, or the scariest thing, is he just grabs somebody and flies away into the night. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. Nope. You're helpless because they're gone forever. They just flew away. They're just gone. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you can't fly. And you, <laughs> you just see them. You them. just see them going away further and further and gone. Yeah. It's terrifying. Totally helpless feeling, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's his sister at the end. She's looking at him just going, you know? Yeah. And that's the same thing at the beginning of the first, of the second one. Right. When the, the cornfield scene, which is fantastic way to open the film. Yeah. Again. really cool. As a young kid out in the field, setting up the scarecrows, his dad and his older brother are working up by the house. Which, you know, in the very beginning, I am not a big fan of dad and brother. I don't like those guys very much at all. I think they're assholes. Yeah. But later, I like them okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just acting like, guess they like were... you know, guys in the family, you know. And I guess I don't know, mom's but... been dead for a while or what have you, because we never see her. Anyway. But the young yeah. kid is fixing the scarecrows. Because I guess they keep blowing down, and there's three of them, but one of them is the creeper. And yeah, and it's broad daylight. Yeah, it's broad daylight, and at one point, the kid's fixing the scarecrow, and the, the one head turns to look at him slightly, and when he looks, it turns back real quick. Yeah. It's, it's great, because at that point, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny, because I think, I'm nearly positive that, that the reason he does things like that is because, you know, he, he, he needs to smell them. Yeah. When they're afraid, he needs to smell their fear to know if he needs to eat something off yeah, of them. Yeah, what? And we haven't gone into that here, yeah. but yeah, so he wants them afraid. So, of course, if he does little stuff like that, that starts to trigger that fear in people. Like, did I really just see yeah. that move, you know? so Now, to touch on that, the, so the Creeper's whole deal is that he's been around forever. He's ancient. And whenever something on his body breaks down or gets hurt or destroyed, like an arm, a leg, his eyes, and lungs, whatever, he finds somebody... Uh, and he smells their fear, to f it, and it tells him what he can use off of them. Yeah. And he eats that body part, mm -hmm. and when as he eats it, he absorbs it, and it regenerates his own. Yeah, so if, if he needs a new eye, he eats somebody else's eyes, and they show up in his head. Yeah. So, it's not so much magic or supernatural, it's just the way his science works. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because there's but nothing. Cool. Yeah, there's nothing else about him in this first movie that is magic. Yeah, there's nothing supernatural about him. He doesn't have telekinetic powers. I mean, he doesn't, you know, disappear and reappear or things like that. He can fly. He has wings, yes. so he can fly with his wings. Right. He has like super strength. Mm -hmm. You know, like a, a monster creature would like that, yep. and his body regenerates. Yep. But there's nothing else that's magical like no, that you know yeah. so it's still 
in the logic of the the character and the the animal mm-hmm. that he is, you know, it plays. In the third film, that kind of goes out the window. We'll get yeah, in that in we'll a second. Get there. You started in on the description of what he is. So every twenty third oh, yeah. spring for twenty three days, he get he gets he to fe- he wakes and gets to feed right. And then after the 23rd day, his time runs out. He has to stop beating and he goes into like a hibernation mode. Yeah. Wherever he is, apparently. So I, I would imagine that he probably tries to get underground. Well, they mentioned that he says lair. he has to go back underground. Yeah. They say that in one of the films. Yeah. yeah in the, the second film, he ends up going into hibernation mode in the middle of a fight. So Yeah. And it's a, re- it's a really cool looking design. Yeah, it is. It is. And you cannot kill him. There's no. nothing you can do to kill him. Well, I think there's something you can do to kill him, but apparently nobody knows what fire is. Yeah, and that's the one thing. In all these films, these three films, they shoot him, they stab him. Nobody just like cuts the body parts into sections and buries them separately. And nobody decide, thinks about... Well, they somebody did bury his hand separately and his hand functioned all on its own. The hand fell, though. They didn't yeah. cut him into pieces. I'm talking about cut him into little pieces and separating them. Right. Because they a piece won't regenerate. They have to get together. Well, no, it wouldn't, but it's still technically alive. Yeah. So I think if you burned it to ashes. Well, I was getting to say that. they, they Nobody does that, and then nobody burns it. Yeah. Because <laughs> fire will kill anything. Yeah. The only thing fire won't kill is fire. <laughs> and water. Yeah. But they just don't think of that. Yeah. Anyhow, we can get into yeah. that stuff later. Continue with the second story. So then the second movie comes on. And it happens two days later, yeah, four days later. And originally, apparently, the writer didn't want to do any sequels. So that's why he said 23 days every 23 years. Yeah. But the producer or whatever figured out, hey, we'll just make this happen in the same 23 day period so we can do a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, And the writer director, he went on the same writer director. So he went along with it and they wrote the story. And it starts off, like I said, with the cornfield shot and. The kid sees the scarecrow and he runs, trying to run back to the house. And the creeper jumps. And it's cool because he jumps off the pole real high and he lands on the kid in the cornfield. Yeah. And he starts screaming, and the dad and the brother and the dogs barking. And they start try running out there. And then the creeper's running and dragging him through the cornfield real mm-hmm. fast. And then all of a sudden he just whoosh, takes, takes off, off and flies. And the dad and the brother are standing there with their jaws on the ground, like, what the hell? And the dad's like freaking about ready to start crying and losing it. And then it's it, just standing there yeah. watching. Because what can you do? Right. Completely, totally helpless. His son just flew off. Yeah. You know, something took him and flew away. Yep. So then they uh, they go on a mission. They want to find that thing and they want to kill it. So they start listening to the police scanners. They yeah. start creating and then we don't a weapon. See, and then we don't see them anymore. Not for a while. We get to this school bus and it's mm-hmm. this high school uh, track team, basketball team. I, I think, I don't know, football? Well, they have javelins on the bus, so... But I don't know why they have javelins on the yeah. bus. I don't think they know why they have javelins yeah. on the bus. So anyway, a high school sports ball team. <laughs> and they're driving uh, and they get a flat and they get out to check the flat, the two coaches and the bus driver. And there's this weird bone shuriken throwing star that's made out of bone and sharpened. With a tooth in the middle. With, and it's welded in the in the middle and it's got a tooth in the weld. Really, you know, artistic. Yeah. So they get the kids back on the bus, <laughs> and they try to call for help, and uh, the radio won't get. Of course, they're in a dead dead zone. Dead zone, yeah. And they try to limp the bus along because they still have what five wheels. I don't know, whatever buses. So they go are slow and they limp wheel. along, and then they get hit with another shuriken in the tire. Yep. And another tire, and they're out, and they're setting the flares up because, like, okay, we're not going anywhere. It's dark now. I don't know what it is, but keep the kids. And all of a sudden, one of the coaches is kind of. You see him, Them there's two people in the foreground talking. You see him kind of in the background, a little, you know, out of focus. Setting a flare. Setting a flare. And then all of a sudden something comes down, grabs him and takes him up in the sky. It's really fast. It's beautiful. And then the flare just falls down. Yeah. And hits the ground. And, and they're it, like, Charlie. Yeah. And this is great because this is still like the first film. Yeah. Where even though we know the creeper at this point, it's still a surprise yeah. the way it's done. And being in the background, mm-hmm. you know, not drawing your attention to it. Yep. Fantastic. And then it happens again to uh, the, the bus, bus driver. driver. Mm-hmm. Same thing, through the window of the bus, mm-hmm. in the distance a little bit. And then the other coach, I forgot, I forget how, we, we just watched this. But he's gone. The creeper takes he out. He was in the bus door. Yeah, he takes out the adults. Yeah. So the kids are 
freaking out and don't have any leadership in all fairness it's because the adults were the stupid ones who isolated themselves yeah i mean you know the kids are pretty stupid too but (laughs) here's something kind of interesting the guy that plays the assistant coach the the, um short white guy with the mustache Mm. i think he's got glasses yeah he's in the first movie when they're in the police station he's one of the guys in the in the cell Hmm. and he's also was Derry justin long's stand-in oh okay in the first movie in scenes where he could if he wasn't there that day mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever back shots like. Yeah. So he was in both movies. Anyway, so then through a series of events, the kids get picked off one by one. The creeper gets what he needs. Yeah. And the creeper's a little different in this one. Yeah. The creeper's creeper's got a little sense of humor in this, kind of. Yeah. Well, he I mean, plays with the kids a little. Yeah. In he this, doesn't speak, obviously. He's got him in, in, you know, in a lunchbox, basically. Yeah, he's kind of trapped <laughs> in a lunchbox. That's right. So he, he, he messes with them. Yeah. You know. And the kids try to get out of the bus, then they run back to the bus, and then all of a sudden Ray Wise shows up, mm-hmm. the dad. Which the, is the dad. The brother from the beginning. And they got their post hole digger rigged up on top of their truck. As a harpoon. As like a harpoon gun, which is really cool. <laughs> it is pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, they end up taking the creeper out. And by the end of the movie, he's missing an arm and a leg, and I think one of his wings. Yeah. Or both of his wings. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, both his wings, I think, didn't he? Yes. When he flew through the bus, yeah, they got yeah. sheared off. Truck. The truck. Yeah. That was right, the truck. We're skipping a lot. Yeah, there's the a lot in the middle here that we're skipping, but watch it yourself. Yes. Anyway, so the end of the movie, it's really cool. Realizes <laughs> of stabbing him like 30 sometimes to kill him. Yeah. And it's the end of that's it's getting almost sunrise since the end of the twenty third yep. day. And the at the very end of his last stab, it looks like some kind of weird I don't know, pod. Well, the makeup of the of the creeper, forgot to say anything about that, is his face is really kind of cool and it's got this long jowl pieces that come down and these little like not tentacles, but little spines mm-hmm. with looks like little claws at different like five of them, I think. Something like that. That wrap around his face. And when he gets excited or screams, they open up like a velociraptor. No, uh, the spitter yeah. dinosaur. What's that thing called? The spitter dinosaur. <laughs> I just said it. But they open up at the back of his head and they have like webbing in between them. Yeah. So it's a really kind of a cool look. Well, at the end of this, when he's dead, that folds further around his face like a cocoon and closes. Yeah. And I'm doing it. In front of Phyllis here, and you can't see this on the mic, so I don't know why I'm doing it. I don't. But know. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like it looks uh, yeah. like a Venus flytrap. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know. Now, something I read that's kind of interesting. I think I told you about this a few minutes ago, uh, before we started recording. Is some people have speculated that the creeper itself actually is actually just that part is that webbing thing that wraps around, attached to like a spinal column, yeah, and whatever's behind him. That's the actual creeper, the head that looks kind of human-like, but still lizard-like, and the arms and legs and the torso and all that is just human body parts that that thing has absorbed as a means to travel and protection. Well, and you know, I kind of kind of neat. I kind of like that idea, but I think the third movie blows that out of the water. Although, you know what? The third movie blows so much out of the water, maybe you should just throw it out of the whole series and and go with it. Well, you really should. We just watched the third movie. For the first time ever. And it, it's been out. Okay. The third movie came out uh, a little longer ago than I than I thought. I think it was 2017. Yeah, 2017. That's what the thing said. Yeah. And as big a fan as we are of the first two movies, we... Never heard, watched it. Well, heard it was coming out and got kind of excited. But then all the buzz we heard on it was that it was awful mm-hmm. and that it sucked. So I was like, well, I don't want to be ruined. Yeah. You know, my enjoyment of the first two films. So yeah. we didn't, we never set out to watch it. We don't usually take other people's word for stuff like that. But, but this was just overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> and they were right. Yeah. Well, oh. it was, it was released in a theater for one showing only. And then it went, and that was just a special event thing. And then it went to the Sci-Fi Channel to premiere. Oh, wow. So premiere on the Sci-Fi Channel told me that I have no interest in it whatsoever. Hmm. But... Since we're doing the podcast on the first two, we figured, well, let's watch the third one so we'll know yeah. and be able to talk honestly about it. And let me tell you, we I'm are sorry so we dedicated. Did. 
We could not find it anywhere for free. We actually paid for this crap. Not much. No. But Amazon Prime, we we rented it on Amazon Prime and watched it this for afternoon. For three dollars. Yeah. And three dollars. <laughs> and it really was not good. Everything that was good about the first two movies and enjoyable and fun and well well done mm-hmm. was totally thrown out the window in this one. Yeah. This one to me, the third one. And I say this about, uh, it's my example, perfect example for things like this. It's it's like this one was written and directed by a 15-year-old that saw the first two movies when they were younger. Which is sad, because it was written and directed by the same it guy. It was written and directed by the same guy, but it's like he forgot everything he did in the first I two. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing takes place in, just about the whole thing of this, the third movie takes place in broad daylight. Yeah. And it... The weird thing about it is, instead of being 23 years later, which it is now. Yeah. You know, it could be feasible within a year or two. Yeah, they could have done it as if it's 23 years later. It takes place between the first and second movies in that first 23-year cycle that that the movies set in. Right. Or 23 days. So it takes place within the night of the first one that it ends. It starts right there. Yeah. So chronologically, this is the second in the series. Yeah. And it ends the uh like a day or two, like a day it's before. It's the day. The day before the second one. Oh, yeah, because the, the kid's on the bus, right? Yeah, right. or the day of, yeah. something like that. Anyway. But when, all three when, of them happen within like five days of each other. Yeah. When that be alone being the premise that it takes place in between the two, okay, that could be interesting. Sure. But it's one thing it suffers from is that what almost all prequels suffer from is it advancements in technology and adding new things to the story? Yeah. That it adds a lot of crap to what the creeper can do and his truck and all that that you never hear or see in the second movie. Right. Which this takes place after the first but before the second. Yeah. So all the stuff that happens in this movie in between these two movies should have had stuff Happening in the second movie. Doesn't happen in the first one and doesn't happen in the one after it. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, the creeper has telekinetic ability in this one. Yeah. Like Thor's hammer. He can do that to his axe. His axe pulls back to him. He can drive his truck while he's standing on top of it. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. And his truck is tricked out with booby traps that you never see in the first one. Now, his truck isn't in the second one at all. He just flies in the second one. Right. Because he doesn't really need his truck with the story that's going on. So that made sense. Yeah. But in the first one, we see his truck a few times. There's no booby traps in it. And in this one, it takes place the night that he takes Derry. And the police, it's weird because the police are on his truck with all these guns pointing at the truck. And it's like, he's been gone. The creeper is gone. Why are they pointing guns at the truck? That from the get go made me go, okay, this is kind of dumb. Yeah. And they open the back and they see the bodies and the one of the police is still standing there. All of a sudden, these spikes from the bottom and the top, go up and down and impale the cop in his arm. And then they release him, like it's on a timer, a yep. booby trap timer. And then he, when he falls away, then the doors just shut by themselves. Yeah. And then this other pipe between the two tailpipes all of a sudden fires out a harpoon with a rope on it. And it, again, you know, it's cool, it's nice and carved, but it goes through into one of the cop cars. And then after a few minutes, it retracts and pulls mm-hmm. back. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's it's one know. of those things where it's like, like I said, like a, a young, a 15-year-old or 12-year-old would go, oh, that's cool. And it is cool, but it doesn't fit within what's already been established in the storyline. It, it's like I, I always say about the comics nowadays, and especially when they did that new 52 crap in DC, it was like the whole, wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah. You know, and that's what that's what this whole movie is pretty yeah. much. Well, later they've got a scene where they're following the truck. They see him, you know, creepers ahead of him, and they're following him, and they shoot at it, and the the bullets ricochet off the tires. So the tires are made of something special that allows bullets to ricochet off of them. And the entire truck is made of something special. The bu- the bullets ricochet off the everything. The metal they ricochet off the windows. Yes, the truck is bulletproof, magically bulletproof. Yes, yes, and then. Then it releases this, and they shoot a minigun, a, a, like the you know the 
the rotating barrel. I don't know. Is it was it twenty caliber? I have no idea. Yeah, and that doesn't do anything. No. And then they the truck releases this rolling. Uh, oh yeah, spear on the, the yeah. ground that it's rolls like, back yeah. like a like a landmine, like road uh, phantasm spheres. <laughs> yeah, road phantasm spheres. That's exactly what I said. And not only does it roll backwards, like behind the truck, to you know try to hit the. If it goes past you, it turns around and comes. Yeah, back. it'll come back. It's like a homing beacon. Where the hell did he get that? Oh god, it's so stupid. So now it's a combination of Jeepers Creepers, Christine. And Phantasm. Phantasm. No, maybe it's Jeepers Creepers, the car. Oh, the car. Yeah. yeah. And Phantasm. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But that's, oh, it's that, those things are just ridiculous. And then there's so many characters that get introduced in this movie. I lose track of who's who. Yeah. And apparently, also, too, something we don't know and never see in the second one, which we should have seen, mm-hmm. is... Throughout the years, now they talk about, in the first one, they talk about some of the previous victims when they're telling the story of the urban legend of the Creeper. Yeah, like the the, the urban legend the, of the prom couple. The, yeah, the prom couple that get killed. Yeah. Well, this goes back, you see a flashback to the, that couple, or mm-hmm. one of the kids anyway, yeah. the, the guy. And then one of the cops show up at the beginning of the movie, which is the night Derry gets taken. Mm-hmm. One of the cops shows up and he talks about, he was around back then. He yeah. remembers that. And some of the cops or some of the guys that are with him have these patches, these triangle patches with like a skull and a bat wing. And apparently the the, the creeper squad or something. <laughs> it's bizarre. But they've been watching and looking for the creeper ever since then and well, keeping and tabs. They make, and, it, they make it sound like they've all experienced a loss due to the creeper. Yeah, that's why they've gotten together yeah. to look hunt hunt him. Yeah. And we never see them in the second one. Oh, the logic like I said, it's completely thrown out the window with this movie because everything that happens happens the the night and a couple days before the second movie in this movie. Yeah, so anything that happens in the third movie should have bearing on the second movie. Yeah, and it doesn't. Because it happens before the yeah. second movie. and these guys, this Creeper Hunter Squad, they're nowhere they are seen. following the Creeper through this movie. They're trying to find him in this movie. <laughs> And they're on the same highway. They yeah. even talk about it, yeah. although it's a long highway, to be honest. But in the second movie, no, they, they I guess they said, ah, screw it. We're tired. <laughs> We're not going to search for them anymore. Well, they, it's only them, a day Most left. of them got taken. Well, not most. At least four of them got taken out. But so. there are a lot more, though. There are more. So I yeah. don't know where they went. So ugh, this, the third movie is horrible. It is really weird. Uh, and then there's they the stuff have with this the... Whole, they have this oh. whole side or uh, subplot going on between Abby and Buddy. Which is two young two kids young, that get introduced. Yeah, so they have this like bunny romance, and yeah, it doesn't really matter. But you're supposed to try and start feeling something for them because Abby ends up getting taken by the creeper, but she doesn't die right away. She doesn't. Well, die. she doesn't die at she all. Gets away. Actually, yeah, she gets away, but she doesn't die, and she's trying to escape from the the tricked out car vehicle thing, and. Uh, Buddy's trying to find her at one point, but then of course at the very end, at the very end, here's where it, it kind of ties back to the yeah. second movie. Buddy's saying he's gonna go away for a few days, going with the the school team, yeah, because they're going for the nationals or whatever. And he puts on the jacket, and it's the high school team, yeah, from the second movie, and he's getting on the same bus, right, which is bus uh, two twenty six, right. So and and one of the girls you see is wearing a blue shirt, like the girl in the first movie. So yeah. I suppose. It, be the same bus yeah but so when he gets on the bus that yeah. is then gonna be but i don't think there's a buddy character i don't remember in the second i movie. know that i know for sure that that actor is not in there and i do not remember a character on the bus named buddy yeah could be wrong about that though. I, i'd have to look again but i know but the I actor's remember. not there you're right yeah so you're supposed to go oh yeah so he's gonna die yeah but this is the whole thing with meg foster the crazy grandma but wait in addition to that, that is very annoying because if Buddy was indeed on that damn bus, how he, come he didn't know what the hell was going on? Yeah, when uh, they're all freaking out, he not should know be what's like, going "Yeah, on. yesterday I had to deal with this shit. This yeah. guy was attacking everybody I know. I know what's going on." Yeah. But no, he didn't know anything. Anyway, continue. So Meg. now I'm gonna have to go back and watch the second one to see if they mentioned Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's that one character who, when they run off the bus, he stays on the bus and closes the doors. 
I can't remember who that was. You know, yeah. that could be his name could be Buddy, but still, the fact that he didn't mention anything or he wasn't super freaked out and going into catatonic shock. Yeah, yeah. See, if there was somebody that was just catatonic the whole time, then I could say, well, that might have been Buddy. Yeah. But I don't remember that. But anyway, the third movie just rambles on and there's so many characters getting introduced. And it's like I said, most of us in broad daylight. And you see the creeper just plain as day. Yeah. And he has a bright red shirt on under his coat. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's All, trying to be Freddy Krueger or something. Yeah, fashionable. Yeah. He's not wearing his hat as much. And the makeup looks really dry and kind of smooth and not as detailed yeah. as in the first Except two. Except for that extreme close-up. There was one where yeah. he was super, super close-up, yeah. and it looked more detailed and Yeah, and, and at cool. one point towards the end, he was kind of shiny and kind of wet looking. Yeah. But the rest of it, it was like... It was weird. It looked like a, a sci-fi channel TV movie. You know? Yeah. The whole bit. thing. And it was just... Oh, God, it was awful. But anyway, enough of that one. Crap. Getting back to the first two. Oh, you know the diner in the first movie? Yeah. That was a, a built set. Okay. Along that road. They just built it for the set, but it was so realistic that people were stopping to get food <laughs> while they were filming. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Oh, a couple other cool things. Oh, the cat lady. Okay. You know how when the cats kept coming up looking at the windows? Mm-hmm. All the cats did that. Yeah. They had smeared tuna on the windows so the cats would do that. <laughs> That's uh, a sure surefire way to get it to work. Jonathan Breck, that plays the creeper, at one hour and eleven minutes into the first movie, he's a cop. Oh, is he? In one of the scenes. That's yeah. funny. And let's he seemed see. like a cool dude in the interviews. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I met him one time at I think it was Horrifying Convention up in Pennsylvania. And I just went up, got an autograph, and told him how much I enjoyed the movie. And he was standing up. He wasn't sitting down. And he just seemed really happy to be there. And it's yeah. like, he th- said, hey, thanks a lot, man. You know? And I didn't really talk to him much. I wish I would have because, like I said, he seemed like a real nice guy. Yeah. And he was just enjoying being around all that and all the people, you That's know. That's cool. That was, yeah, he was all right. I would like to know, um, in the first movie, how many times... There's references to look me in the eyes yeah. or what? tell, you know, eyes, just yeah. eyes. And after you Especially see, from Derry. Yeah, after you see the end yeah. and then you watch it again, you you, you notice it. Yeah. But yeah, there are quite a few. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll have to watch it again and count them. Yeah, we should. And see. I, I can think of at least three. Yeah. That's called foreshadowing. Yeah. That's, and you know something that's, that's kind of weird? The name of the movie is Jeepers Creepers. Yes. And the song was such a big part of the first movie. Yeah. It's not in the second movie. Or the and it's third. not in the third movie. Yeah. Totally which gone. It should be. That could be another a foreshadowing thing in each movie, you know? Yeah. Like they're on the bus. It's like, oh, well, we can't get anybody on the CB. We'll turn on the radio, see if we can get a reception. You know, yeah. see if we can get anything just to relax. Right. And that song's on. It, it, simple. Simple. Should have been done. Yeah. There's a lot of missed opportunities in, this, in the second Sequels. two movies. Yeah. And it could have been all over the third movie, you know? Oh, something I didn't mention, too, is the executive producer of the first one, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh. Believe it or not. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And again, the first one is really a good, solid monster movie. Yeah. The definitely. second one isn't bad. It's okay. It's It suffers from a lot of sequels where they go a little a little further, a little, yeah, you know, cheesier. Yeah. But you already know the character. The mystery's gone. Right. You right. know. And the third one? Just off the off, rails. It is. Off the rails oh. is good. Oh, okay, wait. I have to give my biggest complaint about the third movie. Yeah. Third movie, so they've got this hand, right? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Let's, it flashes back to just before prom night, and that guy from the prom couple is driving along, and was it somebody's running down the road with a machete? Yeah. And Random dude. stops in front of his car, and the creeper snatches him and takes him off, and the machete falls. And the creeper, one of the creeper's hands falls. Like the guy cut the in midair, cut the creeper's hand. Yes, as he was being flown away. Well, apparently he took the hand home and, at some point, buried it under this tree in his farm. Yeah. So, his ghost then tells his mother that there's something buried there. It's twenty three years later, and he she needs to take Abby, her her granddaughter away because the creeper's going to come back because he needs to collect all the pieces of himself and they need to not be there because you can it's part of his history and you can find out about him if you have pieces of him or something like yeah that. yeah whatever 
So yeah, whatever. <laughs> I agree. So she she goes digging and digs up this thing and takes it to the backyard and uncovers the hand. So creature thing, whatever, <laughs> is uh is in the backyard and she grabs the hand and it like grabs her. So it's still alive on its own and lifts her up into the air and she's floating up in the air and her eyes turn white and she starts having seizures and you're thinking, okay, she's gonna die or whatever. So. The two cops show up a little while later. She tells them about the hand and that that the creeper can find out all about him. So the other cop grabs the hand. Yes. And it does the same thing. Right. So then we learn that not only can you find out all about him, you can find out his origin, you can find out how old he is, you can find out what he is. You kind of meld where with the, he comes yeah, from. You absorb what it knows. Yeah, of. you basically learn everything there is to possibly know about the creeper. They tell us this happens. Yes. So now here I am. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? I really kind of like not knowing what the creeper is because I well, I like a mystery. That's the coolest thing about a lot of characters. It's the same thing with Michael Myers in the first Halloween is you don't know. Right. Then that's the scariest part is you don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't need to know origins and all the time. You don't need to know. That's right. And I'm fine with not knowing origins. But now I've got this carrot dangling in front of me. The mecca of creeper knowledge. Yeah. They've told you that this can tell you everything you want to know about the creeper. We can find all this out. And they find it out. And two people now know it. But yeah. do they let us know? No. Nah. Nowhere in the in the rest of the movie do they say anything. The only thing we get is Danny says he's ancient. He's, ancient. he's been around since the dawn of time. I don't even think he says the dawn of time. It's yeah. not Highlander. But he says he's ancient. They tell you that they that you're gonna find all this out and then they don't tell you anything. And they tell you nothing. Why? Why would you bring it up? Why would you say you're gonna give us all this information and then not tell you? Now, given, I've already stated that I'm okay not knowing, and I'm completely fine not knowing. But if you're going to tell me that you're going to tell that me. you're going to tell me, then, then tell freaking me. tell me. But no, they didn't. Yeah, that's the whole reason I hate the third movie. OK, I hate all the other stuff, oh, too, now, but I really hate that. The second movie. Here's another missed opportunity in the plot that would have been kind of cool. Hmm. Originally, the idea for the plot was, OK, Ray Wise, the dad in the farm. Yeah, it was only going to be at the beginning. OK, that was only going to be the James Bond opening. You know, all right. Trish and the psychic woman mm -hmm. were supposed to be the ones going hunting the creeper. See, I would love that. She like, instead of freaking out, she like got pissed and toughened up. Yeah. And the psychic and her went after the creeper the next couple of days. And the busload of high school kids yeah. was just a subplot. That would have been really They cool. were just going to be a reason for them to find the creeper and show up. Yeah, I would have liked that. Now, you know, we forgot to mention Trish does have a, a small cameo at the end of the second one. Well, she's you hear her voice at the beginning narrating yeah. and then you lose it and somebody else does it, starts narrating something else. And then she shows up at the very end mm -hmm. because it's now. Yeah. And she says it's 23 years later and, you know, we need to kill this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So and we've skipped tons and tons of information, by the way. So. Anyhow, the, the second movie ends with these three kids showing up at the farm. Jack, whatever's farm. Yeah. Ray, Ray Wise. Wise. And he's got a big sign out there that says, uh, bat out of hell, $5 to $5 see $5 to look, $10 for a picture. Right. These kids go and they're like, is it real? And, and hanging says, up on the wall is the, it looks like a mummified remains it's kind of part skeletal, yeah. part skin. The wings it's have grown back, up. and some of the skin is starting to, has started to grow back, but it still looks really emaciated. Yeah, and all. but his face is still all um, cocooned. Cocooned. It's about twenty three years later, and he's waiting on it to come back to life so he can kill it again. Yeah. And Ray Weiss is sitting there with the harpoon gun, just kind of aimed at it, and he's got his like one of the harpoons in his lap. Yeah, and a dog and, sitting beside and him, and the dog sitting beside him. And the kids are like, when? About 23 years ago. You waiting for something? About three more days. 
give or take a day or two. And that takes place now. Yeah, and it's that's when you hear Trish giving the in the third the little movie. speech about I'm going to go kill it. Yeah, I think the uh, I would have liked to have seen that with her in the psychic. Going yeah, after I agree. Him, you know, even I though agree. the Ray Wise thing was cool, but it was a little. Yeah, I would have. I would have liked the one with Trish. I like Trish's character. Yeah, the f- the first movie. First movie was fantastic. Fantastic, very well so done. So well worth Shot it. Shot well. Yeah, they had some awesome oh, beauty shots in it. Yeah. Yeah, the way the camera work was done, and you know what he chose to do with it and all that, and the creeper, you didn't really see the creeper until the very end. Yeah, the li- but you get a you get just enough to tease you on, uh-huh. and keep you going yeah. until the end. And you know there was all practical effects for the yeah the creepers, no digital, right? Except when he got inside the police station, mm-hmm. uh, the wings were digital because they just oh, couldn't not enough room in the yeah they couldn't make them work inside the building. Yeah. So that was digital, just the wings, mm-hmm. but everything else was practical effects. Nice. And it was beautiful. Yeah, really nice. The second movie. Still worth a watch. Still worth a watch. And it, it, still, it still was fun and good. It wasn't as good as the, the first movie, but it wasn't bad. Right. The third movie was just bad. Yeah, third movie was terrible, yeah. and and frankly, I would never watch it. And nope. if we weren't doing this podcast, I still would never have watched it. <laughs> so don't waste your time unless yeah. you just have to know. And even you know, even being like a that. completist, where I, if I get I something in a series, I like to have the whole series. You yeah, know? I don't even I don't need the third movie. The nope. first two we own, is it for me. Yeah. Now I understand they I understand they did do a comic series or a mini series, oh, yeah. Yeah, which I, I need that. to track down because that shows some of the background, like the past, mm-hmm. what the Creeper did in the past. Right. And apparently he's responsible for the Roanoke Colony disappearing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, oh, oh, another thing. You know uh, the why he picked the 23 days and 23 Oh, years? you told me this. Yeah. Because two divided by three is point six six six. Infinity. Infinity. It repeats forever. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, and here's something for you. Okay. You know what? What? kind of car trish and Derry's car was an impala it was a 60 impala yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember that it was an impala i didn't know what year it was so apparently impalas fight monsters you know yeah, monster fighting cars well it's because they have giant trunks i'll take one yeah in a year well though yeah, well any year for... from the 70s on back <laughs> good enough 50s. for the winchesters it's good enough for me <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh movie this movie is is super easy to find i mean i'm i it's available on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. And you can get a double disc that has one and two on it, which is what I've got now. And that's all you need. Yeah. And it's, oh man, it's so cool. It's so good to see a good monster movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, another one which we should talk about at some point, there's another recent years, is Hatchet. Oh, yeah. Which is... That was a nice tribute. Which is kind of a tribute to the, you know, the early Friday the 13th type mm-hmm. movies where it was a killer but he was kind of a monster mm-hmm. and it was a practical onset effects also yeah yeah we we'll definitely was... have to talk about that one that one was a lot of fun too when did they make that that was in 2000 um it was when i was working at the nightmare mansion down at the beach yeah i can't remember i mean it was it was made when there were certainly plenty of digital yeah. effects available but they yeah. chose to do it it was all, well over 10 years ago practical uh but i actually saw it in the theater yeah it was like out for just two weeks or something that yeah. i went one afternoon and saw that and yes. it was it was a pleasant surprise yeah we'll have to look into it yeah uh cool. yeah jeepers creepers they did put out some merchandise though oh yeah you know how i love merchandise indeed uh, i've got the they did a 12 inch figure mm-hmm. and i've got that it's fantastic doesn't have wings i'm gonna have to make some wings for it though hmm, you should yeah i have don't a shower curtain yeah <laughs> That's what they That's said what it, it felt like. like. Yeah, <laughs> you know it did. It did. You know when it grabbed the one guy in two, it, it was kind of that Beastmaster thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I had that thought for a second, and then I was into watching it and forgot to say anything. That's one awesome. of the wings I'm glad you fell to into say the. It. He he landed on top of the bus, and in one the of the wings fell movie. into the roof. Yeah, in the second movie, and it wrapped around one of the guys and it pulled him up. Yeah. You know? Well, it was just laying there for a while, and so yeah. they were like all inspecting it and stuff. And I was like, you know, I would be hacking at that wing. I would, yeah. I would be ripping it to pieces at this point. But no, they were just kind of inspecting it, and then lifted it up. And they said, it feels like a shower curtain. And then, of course, as soon as he said that, it came to life and yeah. sucked him up. Yeah, I think they made 
I don't think I guess they made a couple statues and different things, you know, also. But they made I think they made the shuriken or a couple of those. I want to say that they did. Yeah, but before they did, I made one. Yeah, you remember? I remember you making it. Yeah. I took some, I had some deer antlers pieces mm-hmm. that I got from dad, so I carved them and sharpened them. And let me tell you something. When you're dremeling, sanding bone, there's nothing that smells like that, and it doesn't smell good. Okay? No, no. But I didn't. I don't know how to weld or anything, so I, I soldered it together. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend throwing it, but it looks cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, the knives. Why didn't you do, like, hot glue and then just paint it? Would that not have helped? Well, because I wanted it. You, you wanted could, it to be more. I want it to be metal. Okay, it I is. Gotcha. It's still metal. That's it's just curious. not strong metal. I gotcha. You know? Okay. But, you know, it, I, we didn't mention that in the second one, when they're when Ray Wise at the beginning is going through the cornfield, find it, looking for his kid, his mm-hmm. son finds a knife yeah. that the creeper had dropped. Yeah. And it's a kind of a crude blade, but the handle is carved bone. It's very ornate. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, with the creeper on it yeah. and, and villains and a big mouth e- eating the blade. I mean, it almost reminds me of like cave paintings but on a knife yeah but even more detailed than yeah. that of course but yeah. i mean because it's like it's telling a story on yeah, the knife exactly yeah. and he throws another knife later on and it's the same thing it's carved handle like that mm-hmm. uh because the creeper himself is an artist <laughs> a good That's artist true yeah because he took all those bodies yeah. and sewed them together and but one year at dragon con not long after the second movie came out mm-hmm. there, some dealer had the, it's the company put out a set of the three creeper knives. Yeah. And so I had to have them. Yep. You know. I forgot um, that you got them. Yeah, I don't have them on the shelf displayed because when I, we started to pack up stuff one time, mm-hmm. I didn't put all the monster stuff back out because... We don't have the room right I didn't now. have the room, but since then I've got more monster stuff. So yeah. <laughs> the shelves are really packed. But there's a couple boxes up in the attic of monster stuff yeah. that needs to be displayed, and the creeper knives are in there. When we move. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember. Oh, of course, they, you know, they did Halloween masks of the Creeper mm-hmm. and Creeper Halloween costumes. So there's a little bit of merchandise out there. And it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how expensive that stuff is now. I haven't looked to see it, no what's clue. around. Yeah. But the movie itself is very easy to find and you should watch it. If you yeah. haven't seen it, this is a good one to watch for Halloween, the first two. Absolutely. Like I said, it harkens back to... The first one feels like kind of like a 70s monster movie. And the Not second bad. one feels kind of like an 80s monster movie. Mm. You know, the the tonal yep. shift in yeah. it is kind of like that. And the third one feels like, uh, you know, piece of crap sci-fi channel movie. It can go the way of that movie we shall not speak of that's in the Highlander <laughs> series. Yeah. It really should because it, it it just takes everything that was set up in the first two movies and throws it out the window. And like this is. A separate entity but enough about that we got to stop talking about that third one and just talk about the first two yes we need to end on the first two we should yeah. because the first two are amazing yeah. well the first one is amazing the second one's very good yeah the poster for the first one's really cool mm-hmm. that stitched skin with that eye peeking through the hole yeah in it. and the second one i think is in it the wings stretched around somebody kind of i think so yeah yeah uh, I'll put all that stuff probably up. Probably that one we were just talking about. Yeah, probably is. from the bus. I'll put all that stuff up on the Facebook page in the album for the photos. I'll try to find as much behind-the-scenes stuff, too, as I can, because yeah. that stuff's always really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the trailer will throw up any other interesting bits of things. Indeed. So definitely check out the Phantasmo After Dark Facebook page for all of that. And, you know, drop us a line on there. Comment on something. Let us know you're watching or watching, listening. <laughs> And watching the page. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let us know if you watch Deeper's Creepers, what you think of it. Yeah, I'd be cool to hear everybody else's opinions on the movie, too. If you like it as much as we did, if you thought it was crap. Well, if you thought it was crap, don't comment. But uh, <laughs> Not true. I don't, I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So bad. And, I, and again, I get to the point where we start, when we're talking about these movies, especially ones I really enjoy, that I just gush. I just repeat myself and say how good it is. and. I mean, we flew through three movies and did not talk nearly enough about some of the really cool scenes and stuff, but you really should watch yeah. it for yourself and see them. There was some amazing stuff in the first Again, one. Again, the first one so it, do it's watch shot it. very well. It's got some great camera work, some great scenes in it. The characters 
the brother and sister really, you know, you feel like they're brother and sister. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, a, just a few characters in the movie, which is all it yeah. needed. The second one, there's a, quite a few characters because there's a bunch of kids on a bus, but they kind of get picked off pretty quick. Yeah. So there's not a lot with each character. Right. It's a little, it goes into a little bit of yeah. background. And there's there's only a few times where I was really annoyed with characters on the screen. You know, you always you always want to yell at the screen from time to time. <laughs> Why are you doing that? You're being really stupid. The only thing I can really complain about is the whole fire issue. I don't understand why people don't use fire in this movie. Yeah. But other than that, I'm I'm okay. Well, you know, anyway. And, and there's the movies themselves. Okay, let's see. There was really a cast of I want to say it was pretty much unknowns. There's no big names except in the, the first one or all of them? In all of them. The first yeah. one, Eileen Brennan had a kind of a small bit yeah, part. Yeah, not even, not even five minutes? Yeah, Justin Long, who went on to do other stuff, mm -hmm. like Dodgeball and, and yeah. stuff. This was his first film. Okay. The second movie had Ray Wise. Yeah. And that's about it, really. Names. I think so. You know? That um, one girl that did that episode of Supernatural. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the third movie... Well, you had Stan Shaw, um, who's been in tons of stuff. Uh, he was in Monster Squad. Oh, okay. Remember, he was the detective's yep. detective buddy. Right, right. And then Meg Foster. Mm -hmm. And that was it, really, in that one. Yeah. Jonathan Brett played the Creeper in all three movies, which is you know cool. Yep. But that's about it. There was nobody. I don't think there was anybody else of name in the movies. But it's kind of cool when you get when you, you get a movie that with unknowns and it's really. It draws you in, and you're yeah. you know you're surprised because you know typically what does draw you to movies is a familiar name, somebody yeah. you like, right? You know? So, right. not so in this. Yeah. Anyhow, I think that's about it. I believe so. I think yeah, we don't have anything else except we have one last thing to do. We need to prove once again that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. So if you've been listening, you know how this game is played. If you if this is your first time, it's the game we do at the end of almost every episode where we discovered many years ago that you can connect almost anything and anybody back to the original Planet of the Apes films because the world does revolve around Planet of the Apes. So Indeed. Phyllis is going to give me somebody from the movies and I will connect them back. All right. So this one, I think I'm going with Eileen Brennan. Okay. Eileen Brennan mm -hmm. is so easy. <laughs> of course she is. Because the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but now she's so easy, but it's like, okay, which way do I want to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick one. <laughs> we get to do two, because I want to do two movies. So Eileen Brennan first. Okay, Eileen Brennan was in Murder by Death, which is a hilarious damn movie, by the way, with James Cromwell, mm -hmm. who was Zephram Cochran in uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Right. And Mark Leonard, who was Serac in Star Trek Next Generation and yep. the original series, was Urko on the Planet of TV series. Of course. That was very so There you quick. go. All right. Well, so in the second movie, why don't you do Ray Wise? Ray Wise was in Robocop with Peter Weller. Peter Weller was in Buckaroo Banzai with John Lithgow. John mm -hmm. Lithgow was in the new... Dawn was it Dawn of the Planet of the Apes movie? Oh yeah. Well, but there no, you, go. you want to connect back to the original Planet of the Apes. Yes, so. you do. Go back. In that movie, the new Planet of the Apes movie. Uh huh. There's a a TV news broadcast where, uh, talking about the spaceship Icarus, Icarus. being lost, which is Charlton Heston's spaceship in the original Planet of the Apes. I'm not sure I accept it, but maybe. Okay, you don't want. We'll we'll go again. We'll go again. Still Ray Wise, right? Yep. Ray Wise, okay, mm -hmm. was in RoboCop. Yeah. With Nancy Allen. Okay. Okay. She was Murphy's partner. Okay. She was in Dress to Kill. All right. The movie Dress to Kill, Brian De Palma movie. Yeah. I could go Brian De Palma. Hmm. But she was in Dress to Kill with Angie Dickinson. Yeah. Who was in the original Ocean's Eleven. Oh. With Cesar Romero. Who was the Joker <laughs> on Batman, and Roddy McDowell was Bookworm on Batman. Oh, uh, okay. 
Well, there you go. Via the Rat Pack. How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, once again, you have proven the world does indeed revolve around Planet yes, of the it Apes. Does. So go ahead and watch Jeepers Creepers if you haven't seen it and watch all the Planet of the Apes movies. Indeed. Yes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Till next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>